Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu, whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Hi, I'm Kate Berlant. I'm Jacqueline Novak. And this is Poog. An ongoing conversation about wellness between two obsessive friends. Two untamable intellects. This is our hobby. This is our hell. This is our naked desire for free products. This, this is Poog. Today's topics, loosely speaking, suffering, suffering. Coasters. coasters, celebrity co-pilot. Happy Thanksgiving, one and all. Happy <laughs> Thanksgiving, let's have a ball. Let me just turn on a timer. But oh wow. So we're in. We're in and it's Thanksgiving. I've been anticipating this because What? Oh, I've been anticipating this recording. I've been imagining myself saying, Kate, you're gonna have to carry this one. I was gonna say, do you have an energy? What's going on? <sighs> I uh, uh I am uh experiencing like a week of, I guess, uh, something in the realm of depression. Mm. <laughs> a week of it? Uh, and I think it's due to going off my gummies cold turkey. No. <laughs> Which everyone says isn't supposed to do anything. Wait, you mean your THC gummies? Yeah, I went off them just because my legs weren't bothering me. And it's like, oh, I guess I've been taking these for six months, 20 milligrams a night. Oh, I shit. Mean, it also yeah. could not be that. And people might... 
you know, at home say, there is no, you know, THC withdrawal, blah, 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 physically. Um, but I know, you know, I know when something's up. Of course. There's not anything going on. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No. Things are grand. If you're used to like 20 milligrams every night for six months, of course that's going to make you feel differently going off of them suddenly. And also, did you – what led you to stop? You know, one night I I, – so I take them with me on on the road and then one night I forgot to take them and I'd had a martini and I fell asleep, you know, easily and and I didn't – I just – so I didn't – I don't know. I guess that knocked me out. So I didn't have the normal, like getting tired, the legs starting to go and then whatever. So, so then I was like, maybe we'll see. Maybe I won't need, I'll wait and see if the legs are kicking in before I take them. My legs weren't bothering me. And then I just kind of spaced on taking them for a couple nights. And, um, and then I started to, you know, I mean, I mean, the other thing is just, that's so amazing about the whole thing is like, I literally wrote a book, right, on depression. <laughs> and, the, and the concept of the book was that you can't trust someone, you know, it's great to read self-help, it's great to read books by people who are cured, but you can only trust them so much because they're no longer in the depressed state, so they right. actually no longer understand. Even if they understand, they don't understand. It's like, it's like, and even myself, I don't understand. Like, once I'm out of it, I, I, all, I know in theory, I understand abstractly what it means, but it's like, and I can use language to describe, you know, remembering how I described it at the time, but there's still, it is still, it's, it's, it's like, it's both subtle and, um, com- you know, it's so baked in, it's so pervasive that it's really hard to, I mean, almost, you know, not unlike whatever we talk about with the, um, premenstrual, but it's like, it is it is a, it is constantly fighting off a sense of meaninglessness. <laughs> yeah. And, I'm not, and and these aren't even tears of anything. They're just yeah. like, my body's just like crying. You know what yeah. I mean? Have you been able, when, when you're feel when you're going through this, does crying help at all? Like, does that offer um, some kind of release where then you like come up for air after crying? Maybe a little inter- if like if it's because I'm actually like there's an actual emotion happening that I'm, you know, processing or something like that. That's like, you know, good. And it's it's not that bad. It's like I mean, the other thing is like w- once I identify a potential source because I didn't I didn't think about the gummies right away. And so I was like this like feeling and I was like, is it literally just the cold is it literally just the clocks moving back? Like the winter this, blues. You know, I know like a layman's being like, in Minneapolis. well, sweetie, it's the holidays, which is really charged. <laughs> You're at your parents' house. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah, super yeah. charged. Yes. And, and I'm like, all that's yeah. true. Like, anyway, it's, it's, it's just, um, it's just, it's very, it's just interesting. But, but because I, when I, when I think there's a source and, and I've come to feel that on the occasions that things like this occur for me, you know, it's not, it's most likely not, I'm not going to drop into two years of this. Yeah. I have a very different, um, you know, it's like, it's like, oh, right, this shit. And it's like, yeah. oh my God, it's so distinct and specific. And then it re-reminds me of literally empathy for people going through it. And it's like, of course, I obviously, I've, I mean, again, wrote the goddamn book. It's like, and yet, it, and then it just makes me feel empathy for 
<laughs> all the various forms of suffering that we don't know. Yeah. No, I think that's beautiful. What you're saying, you know I what say, I mean, that are invisible, what, blah, blah, blah. You know, what you're saying, you just said like empathy for other forms of suffering, which I just have to say, I've mentioned it on the last few episodes. I'm, you know, I'm reading um, When Things pa- Fall Apart, which I've right. read and returned to. It's great. But there's one that, Chodron, for those who children, look at. that she talks about that I was like, that really is nice is like when you're experiencing sadness or grief or pain, um, letting it like opening yourself up to the sadness and grief of the whole world and of other suffering. Right. And mm-hmm. then in a way that almost like, and then similarly, when you're feeling joy, recognize, mm-hmm. trying to like almost put that out into the universe, like for other, like if you right. recognizing how fleeting and ephemeral all emotion is and how, and life itself and everything. So when you're experiencing like joy <laughs> instead of like white knuckling yeah. it and being like joy <laughs> which I definitely have done of course um, the white knuckle is hell like yeah. like I constantly I feel this if I'm like for example yesterday morning I woke up at 6 a.m doll eyes fluttering open because I was on east coast time but I was on the west coast and then I had this morning and I was like fuck this is good and almost when I'm having a morning like that I have this un- there's this undercurrent of anxiety of like it's of slipping course. away it's slipping away like I can't all morning I like repeat this. it yeah, how can I repeat it? Like it's it's the thing of having an incredible meal and then being loving it, going back to taking a friend. It's not as good as it was last night, you know. Or like that's how that happened to me. At the impossibility place, of repeating the dish and repeating the experience, and yeah. I like I crave to repeat and to relive, and as we all do. But something about so when you're experiencing elation, recognizing it as as, as being as ephemeral as like grief or pain, like all these emotions God. are passing through. Yeah, and a way to almost like. I don't know. She's talking about somebody like, you know, a, a father who's recently a father, right? Seeing images yeah. of like, you know, dying children or something and suddenly being hit with it harder in a new way. Right. And it's about linking your own pain to the pain of, of others as a way yeah. to almost be less alone, but also as a way to like share in the, in that common experience. I don't know. I, I sound like a fucking. No, I no, you don't. But, you don't. But, but it's uh, something about that really I liked and I think like what you just said of like you like when you're feeling this these deep wells of emotion or these kinds of like this sense of meaninglessness it's like yeah and imagining all the other people who right now are feeling that and and that it will and that like it will pass I don't know no it, it reminds me like I was thinking it today as I was contemplating you know as being home and and you know the analysis of uh, yourself and looking at, you know, <laughs> family and, and seeing the dynamics in family and going, oh, so that's direct from my family. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, my issue here and, and going, oh, and that came down through the, you know, you know, um, you know, I was trying to heal the, the neuroses around food, you know, six generations back. Oh yeah. And, the um, ultimate trickle down theory, folks. Oh my <laughs> Emotional. <laughs> uh distress folks the trickle down um, illness yeah economics of the economics of looking at that and then just uh, i was thinking about you know the six generations of of where my extreme defensiveness sort of comes from and mm. realizing it and then being like uh, it's just anytime you have it just uh it's like god it's 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 such a trick it's like like the things we find unforgivable in others, you know, that are just a product of, of their thing. And 
that doesn't have to be our thing. And it's almost like, I guess what I'm saying is like, is like the empathy, like too often empathy is used only to relate to others who are experiencing the exact same thing. Right. And it's so, so for example, going, okay, I'm depressed. I have empathy for other depressed people. It's like, I'm like going like, wait, no, it's even bigger. It's this, it's, it's, if, if I experience depression is something I can't quite explain to other people, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Or even myself when I'm not in that state, what other kinds of suffering do people feel that they can't explain that others yeah. don't get that others misunderstand that if when described sounds like it means one thing, but it's actually, it's another thing. And just feeling like, um, empathy for the things I don't have empathy for. Cause mm. I don't realize, cause I mm-hmm. don't understand. Oh, do you yeah. know what I mean? No, that's great. That's like devastating. Kind oh, of. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and then I, so it's just, and then I immediately sort of jumped to these huge, um, it's like, I, I go huge, which I always go, but when it's tinted with depression, it's like a go huge depression. It's like incredibly reductive, you know, it's just sort of this one little thing, you know, happens and I'm, I'm like, uh, one tiny moment of <laughs> discomfort earlier and I'm like, I'm not coming to Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, I'm going to stay upstairs today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, sorry, it's a real tight, uh, real dark, dark entry, but also not. I mean, also not at all. Also, it's like fine. It's like, of course, it's fine. You know, it's just like, um, it's just interesting. It's just yeah. amazing that your own mind, which feels so personal and idiosyncratic, and and under your and and like this laddered down you know, all your thoughts are laddered down from your, your beliefs or something like that. It's just, it's just crazy that, that something that, something that feels like not you can be in there. I mean, like, yeah, even in, you know, in, in a, I don't know, it's just disturbing that our brains are, or our minds, our consciousness is not, uh, impenetrable and just like a globe that we can like uh, cook thoughts inside yeah, of as aesthetic. we please, like that, that we're, you know, yeah, and we're de- the, we're deeply out of control. We know not. <laughs> and um, yeah, the illusion of the and, head. I mean, like the illusion of the head as a space, as a container. Oh my god, huge problem. As a predictable container. Oh my god. Or or yeah, I mean, it's just. Where are the thoughts? You know what I mean. Well, I mean, where do they just come from? Because the neurons are in there doesn't mean thoughts are terrifying. The fact that we can have thoughts <laughs> is so, like, dark. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, God. To be like, an automaton. I mean, obviously, we don't want that. Blah. blah yeah, I don't blah. want some engineer in San Francisco programming my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> or do I? Um, yeah. It's um. Well, I love you. I love you. It's all good. And 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 there can be actually some fresh perspectives and humor that can come from me being in this state because certain of my qualities are diminished and that's actually a good thing. Yeah. You know I'm saying. So we'll see. It'll be very no, interesting. No, I felt immediately when you sat down, I said, my baby's going you said, through Happy it. Thanksgiving yeah. for her. I just yeah. did Tracy and I thought the thoughts, these are the kind of thoughts I always have. I hate movement. Yeah. Okay? Right. While I was doing Tracy. And you yeah. know, we have a goddamn hound for Tracy. I've been singing, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I hate movement. I've also thought while depressed, I hate music. Literally. Yeah. yeah. All music. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Wait, I have to quickly go turn off my heat because I'm boiling inside my sweater. Absolutely. Temperature must be managed at all costs. Uh
Yeah, she's bad. I didn't come in talking. I was thinking about what's so the most sweet. obnoxious. I was thinking about what's the most obnoxious thing just now that I could do. Like, imagine if I was like, I'm going to tear you up, doll. Listen to this. Outside Cincinnati, a golden retriever was found in a basket. <laughs> <laughs> a local girl who was praying for a puppy all year stumbled upon a basket of a golden retriever. Turns out her uncle's, uh, get a load of this, folks, her uncle's dog had recently passed. And this golden retriever was actually the cousin of the, I mean, like, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm no, like, no, how can you, you be are, sad? Like, <laughs> or if I was like, I know, listen I know. to this. It turns like, out our cells regenerate at such a, at such a level that it's like, Oh, wow. nothing, you know, don't try. Well, actually, I actually do find that one compelling. The that actually is cool. Entirely new the regeneration. Body. I know. Yeah, also, yeah. it's like, not really though. Like, as we know, well, you can give birth, thing. you can be born right. from someone ostensibly entirely new cells and you're still made up of their goddamn bullshit. Right. And right, their blessings. Right. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, no. Yeah. And like, and like, and I feel this need to clarify, like, um, because like this, this, I am not sad. I am grateful. I am da da da. Like, course, I am just no, you know, and, 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 and all that and the whatever, but, but it is, uh, interesting to note now. And I did a little, a little session with someone I work with in, in a kind of energy healer capacity. Yeah. And I found that comforting. Now you Good. have finally gotten on the table, right? Wow, actually, yeah. Because we think, have not discussed it. No, I we got to discuss it. I did get on the table for it's the time. first time. Um, one of the mantras that I always like of of uh, is when you're feeling, uh, at least this has helped me in the past, feeling increased anxiety, obsession, whatever is, ugh, I, I'm, I'm cutting myself off. I, I get self-conscious in these moments and I'm like, oh, let me, let me pull a little wisdom from my fucking life. I don't know. Or just my like... I know, but I, I no, I, I understand. But before I, I, I we, do this, I stop we can always myself. cut it. No, I know. Yeah. No, right. And then the, the stopping yourself, like, like then you've done neither kind of, but it's like, I get it. But I think, I think, you know what? Cause I do the same. I can, like I can, well, I definitely don't do the same thing. What? Like, no, I was going to say I do the same thing. And I'm like, well, actually, no, I never cut myself off. I'm constantly behaving as expert and, you know, doling out my, my perspectives, but it's like, uh, and about to do it now. But I think. I think that, you know, you can trust the listener I know. Okay, to <laughs> to understand that when you're making a, such a pronouncement, you're making it in the way, you know, two friends do and you're you're sharing things and you're whatever. It's like you're not it's not the some massive thesis. Where, no, of course not. There's just like it feels like there's like an inherent cheesiness. Yeah. OK. I was just going to say that, you know, that in moments when I'm feeling at all, um, there's a. I don't know where it comes from. Who cares? But it's like, may I meet this moment fully? May I meet it as a friend? Wait, what? May I meet may this I moment fully? May I meet it as oh, a friend? Right, right. Ugh, cut it. What? No, <sighs> my face wasn't at you saying No, that. I wasn't let's, noticing let's your face. With, it, was my own, it was my own despicable sentimentality, which I cannot shed, like the skin off my face. Okay, I have to, uh, we got to go well, to break. Actually, you did shed it. I did shed my skin. Well, we'll come back. We have a lot to cover today. Yeah. Okay, we'll be back. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. 
Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Want to know one of my favorite sounds? Here it is. That's the sound I hear when I'm learning a new language with Babbel. And if you want to learn a new language this year, I guarantee it'll be one of your favorite sounds too. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. So you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Babbel is convenient. Kate and I talk about it all the time. Love the way Babbel helps you for those quick real-world interactions. Like how to order food or ask for directions. How to have a decent conversation with a merchant. And who doesn't want to go on vacation? I know the language. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash poog. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash poog. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash poog. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I'll just say quickly, because I'm not going to get too deep into it, because yeah. I do have some kind of protection over the experience, but I did meet a, yeah. I guess, a, a chakra healer, a energy intuitive body worker. I think she has, diff- I don't know, 
different yeah. modes of classification. I'd never done it before, but it was pretty wild. And I have to say, you know, I sat down and she was like, what's going on? I kind of gave her the general, like kind of like the the headlines. Yeah. And she was like, wow. And then she was like looking at me and she was like, mm. and she said to me, she goes, I actually can't see your heart chakra. Oh my God. Did I tell you that? Like she was like, like you're hiding. She it? was like moving her hands yeah. around me and she was like, huh. And she was like, you're, it, it was like kind of crazy. And then wow. she put me on the table. When I tell you, she barely touched me. I was like laying down. She had her hands around my ankles and she was kind mm-hmm. of just there. And for the first like 20 minutes, I just had my eyes closed and was kind of like, not really, I don't know. I just was like, I'm going to surrender to this and I'm just going to kind of let my mind wander. Liner. And yeah. then around maybe 30 minutes or 40 minutes and I don't even know, I swear to God, I started to feel absolute, like, I felt like I was almost lifting off the table and I had the impulse to ask her to stop. That's incredible. Because it was so, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then I calmed myself down. I was like, you're laying on a table. Someone's barely touching you. Like nothing's happening per se. You're safe. But I felt a transference of energy. I felt my chakra getting more rooted. Wow. Or whatever. It's not even the language. I don't know the language of chakras, but she... No, it can be. Yeah. But um, but she, uh, it was really, it was cool. And also it just felt good. And this goes back to all of these kinds of yeah. healing modalities of just a witness. Like, yeah, that's why a therapist can be powerful or anyone, but we need yeah. more than that because there are things that talk therapy just can't reach. It's like, truly, like, I think you if right now I were, if you were to lay down on the floor and I were to come just have my hands on you yes. for like an hour and breathe. Yes. That you alone. would have a full transformation. And it would be significant and it would yes, like we can act- be infinitely bigger than, I mean, yes, talk therapy, but also for some of us, talk therapy, like reinscribes the like, I mean, for me, an overprocessor, it's like living with. there's things yeah, that, that I can't yes. learn. There's like wisdom that is truly not in my head and talking about it isn't going to do fucking shit. If anything, it might even re like no, it, keep it, me it locked in these cycles it. of like Thera- languages me too. language will heal me language. if i have the language then i can then the me emotion too. will somehow searching be tangible for the, the metaphor that will heal me searching for then then oh. i can lock it all down in my brain yeah. and and what's so heinous is that when you try to do that the white knuckle grip of some new way of looking at things and then you see it um decay right it's, it decays in the brain and it's even more devastating because you tried to cling to something that, that you thought wouldn't decay and does and it's it's nature uh, but, it's so parental, like relationships with yeah. language. You know, I'm like, I'm like, pick me right. up, save mama, me, mama, mama language. It's like the words. I'm like, mama, and then it's like, yes. well, guess what? All our parents die. Language is in a constant state of decay. Yes. Like, good luck holding on. And even I'm trying to hold on just now. Me being like, how about this mantra? May I meet this moment fully? May I meet it right. as a friend? Like, oh, because twice that sort of helped me in the shower. But like, when you're actually no, you have to. Totally. And, and it's also like what it's the same sort of metaphor as like a false idol, you know, oh, like, yeah. like, you know, I remember this thing in this uh, problem of God course in college and reading this guy, Eliada and, and his whole thing about these sacred, um, sacred spaces and sacred moments in time. And it was this thing about the way I remember it is some church or some, some community in this, the tiger, this tiger broke into the church one day or something like that. Okay. And then like, and it was this like major experience and they all like felt, and then they were like trying to like repeat the tiger breaking into the church. Like, Oh my God. You know what I mean? Then they have a tiger statue and it's like, it's that, that spirit of, (laughs) of, of the clinging 
my God. And it wasn't, it was never that. It was never the statue. It was never the, you know, and, and, and what I've made peace with is that it's okay to engage with. So, so the tiger breaks into the church. Everyone has a spiritual experience. Okay. Yes. You walk home, you go home, you need this little souvenir tiger. Okay. And for a while that might work. That reminds you, okay, that reminds you. <laughs> right yeah. uh, to souvenir <laughs> okay but like but like you know but but it accent? will decay yeah 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 but yeah, yeah I, I was saying like praying the to the verb praying souvenir, to the souvenir. Like, I mean that's amazing the souvenir tiger is so profound <laughs> because we have I mean oh my god over and the over again of we my claim. life a life of endless souvenir tigers I mean that's not true oh. I'll give my life more credit than that um I but the tiger oh, yeah and but I that think, experience of chasing yeah. Chasing the experience, chasing the ecstatic high. I mean, that's again what I'm kind of like thinking about more, like reading these books. It's just kind of the grasping. Well, and that's I'm such a fucking grasper. Grasping. I'm like, my hands are out. Like, I'm completely I'm such a such a goddamn grasper. Well, I am too mentally, and I believe we both are. And I think this is part of our thing. I, I've actually come to find it useful to think of the metaphor of hands in the brain, or my brain having hands. Yeah. Okay. And my brain, goddamn, trying to clench on things. Yeah. And literally, like, like and sometimes it's through furrowing of the brow, like, like it becomes a physicalized metaphor of mm-hmm. trying to, mm. yeah, trying to hold something with the thoughts. But I think, like, you know, the inherent dissatisfaction, the inherent limitation, or the inherent decay of the, of the souvenir tiger or whatever, you know, points beyond itself, right? So, so technically the decaying tiger or the, you know, the, the flimsy, um, false idol souvenir, the, the, the mantra suddenly meaning nothing points to something beyond, right? Like, like by its, by virtue of it being unsatisfying, it points that there is something greater. So it's like, there is an interplay that I think can be Mm. like useful in the, in the way that we, with skincare, like we, like, I think not to, not to, you know, well, yes, to, to sort of defend the, to spiritualize the consumerism. Okay? Oh, yeah. But like you and me are not searching for the perfect cream. No. We're not. Of course not. We are enjoying the process of, you know, um, chasing an ideal and, and, and trading out our souvenirs. It's like, I guess like you hope that the souvenir gets bigger and bigger and closer to something and profound. souvenir hoarding is a culture. Or it's like, it's a deeply human endeavor to collect the souvenirs and to try to buy them right. and to try to distance, what, what am I going to do? What do I want to do? Wake up truly empty. And like, I say empty in like, right. in like the Buddhist sense, like in truly the, unattached totally. and like finally, like, no. And like, I will be. No, we've never hawking souvenirs. monk <laughs> life. Where It's always been the joke. I read the, like, I read the book by the monk, but I would, but I don't want the monk's life. Now there are moments, of course. Okay. (laughs) But even when I'm fantasizing of the monk's life, I'm not fantasizing of emptiness and floating on attachment. I'm picturing a little room, you know, a heavenly, gorgeous little I'm thinking about the porridge. Yeah. like, what's the porridge? I'm fetishizing the porridge. No, you know. um, You've never done a Vipassana retreat, right? Like a silent retreat? No, and you know, imagine, imagine, imagine us. us. First of all, silent poog. Okay, <laughs> imagine we recorded an hour. an hour of us just gazing into each other's eyes. Yes, and and um, we and that would of course require video. Or would it? Imagine if listeners oh, wow. listened to an hour of silence. Oh my god! Oh. What if we got nominated for a Grammy I, I for know, an hour Peabody of, Award. of silence? The first yeah. silent. That's a Peabody. The first that's Peabody podcast. Baby. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I, now. yeah, thinking about myself, cause I was talking to a friend who went on one and they were saying like, they were talking about it and I was like, that is so heroic to me. And so like, I would be the per- like 10 day silent retreat on day four, I'm probably packing up and leaving or have I achieved this state that's so great that I'm, or, or neither. It's utterly banal. I mean, who knows? It's just, it's genuinely an exotic idea to me. Like the idea of not speak because you can't write, you can't read, you can't speak. Right. The fact that you can't write to me that like, cause I'm immediately imagining hoarding journals in the room. You know what I mean? Like that's, is I, I'm actually, heavy. is what? Like it's heavy that I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, oh, I could do it if I could still tack down language. See, like privately in the book. You I'm almost I'm freed. I love that you can't read or write because I would then be crushed under that. Well, I'll finally get through some of those novels. I'd be like, oh, completely. finally, I can reach, read Middlemarch in peace. You know, like I feel I like know, I would, I, know. I would immediately pivot toward productivity and how to like use that time. So it's, there's something liberating. Wait, because, <laughs> wait we're not getting off of this. Yeah. I was going to say one thing, yeah. which is like, like, um, I think it's a funny idea. Like, like, oh, I can quote, um, like the, I can quote like the first three lines of Middlemarch, yeah. you know, why? Cause it's my favorite book. No. Cause I've started at 19 times <laughs> and never made it past page 15. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, whatever. Like she had the kind of beauty that's flo- thrown into relief by plain dress or something. Oh or it's not God. that it's, it, that's in there somewhere, yeah. but like, that's, but wait, the silent so retreat, funny. I think for you and me, you know, you and you, our hands are language. Okay, mm-hmm. Th- those are the hands with which we clutch things. Yeah, I think you and me and other things too. But so, so, and that's why talk therapy for us is just more spiraling in the realm we already live in yeah. sometimes, and trying to solve language problems with language problems and pleasing you know, the therapist, which I'm realizing more and well, more is a huge that is, error. That is, that look is at me, my, mommy, well, I'm that, a good little student. Oh, it's it's such I mean, fucking bullshit. Again, I well, it also can hinder but, diagnoses. Yeah, uh, with depression in particular, charming the therapist—they think you're a poet. I mean, I mean, they think they think you're just. Anyway, I, 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 I could. I'm screaming and I'm taking over when when my energy is, but I, I'm dying to say something about the silence. Of course, mm-hmm. you and me forced us passing each other quietly in a hallway on a Vipassana <laughs> retreat. Us like scurrying, picturing us like scurrying past each other. And yet, and yet, oh my God, can you imagine like the panic? I see, I feel like I'd start writing, like doing mnemonics in my head to remember all the things later I wanted to discuss with you, which is obviously not the point. I I would have to talk to myself. I would have to whisper my name to myself. Well, you know, it calls to me. I mean, and I did this at certain periods, but like, you know, four hours of chanting, Mm -hmm. four hours of chanting, you know, like, like. That really calls to me. I love chanting. Yeah. That can really lift you high. Oh, shit. And it doesn't matter what it is even. I mean, it's better, I guess, to go with one of the seed sounds. But chanting can really, because you're vibrating your body. Mm. God. God, I want to do it. I want to do it so bad. But but you know what's genius? Huh. You're going to die. Okay. It's a genius thing in Eat, Pray, Love. I said it. All right. Have oh, you good. read the book? I was waiting I've for it to the come movie. up. Yeah. You've never seen the I've movie? Never, no, I've only oh, read the book. Sorry. Jacqueline. Will you promise me when you get back to LA, you're coming over. I mean, am I really going to like center you pray love this much in like my fantasy of us having a night together? But when it could be so many things, it could be so many things, but I just think, I think we should watch it. It's like, anyway, okay. You love it? I mean, no, but it's, it's, it's it's an important text in the, in the, in the catalog of contemporary femininity. 
Oh my God. There <laughs> it's like very there it is. It's a it's a stunning artifact of both heaven and hell. <laughs> Ooh. The book, like anytime, anytime in you know, nonfiction is turned into a movie, we're going to have problems. It, it's <laughs> as simple as that, yeah, folks. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> like, like the form of the memoir means one thing. When you try to translate that, there's, there's just so, there's so, many, there's yeah. so many issues there. Oh, yeah. But the book itself is, you know, Elizabeth Gilbert yeah. talking about her personal experience. And, and one thing I think is really astute and funny and great is, you know, so it's Eat, Pray, Live. It's like, uh, whatever the sec prey is, is her. She goes to an ashram and, and it's going to be a silent, you know, it's going to be four weeks of silence and, and six hours of meditation in the morning and this whole thing. And she goes, and she's so looking forward to the silence, to the, to not finally not talk. She's a writer, you know, finally not talking all the kind of stuff we're, we're romanticizing and the monks, um, you know, or whoever's running it, you know, they assign the different people, their different tasks, kind of chop wood, carry water, mm-hmm. you know, like, here's what you're doing to help out. And they recognize her as like a social, like, you know, kind of person. Yeah. And so they assign her like, like meet and greet where she does have to talk. Like they basically assign her like, like welcoming the people, explaining how everything works. Like they assign her the very thing she went there that she escape. was going, believing that her work was to escape. So, so, and it was like, mm, what a relief. so she thinks like she's getting it wrong. She, she thinks like they're wronging her kind of at first. Right? I thought you were like, going to say, so they sent her to go like play with the monkeys or something. I was expecting. <laughs> oh, like, like the fix it. No, like she actually had to surrender. Like it, it was actually yeah, a higher cool. teaching. Like, that's really cool. Like it'd be like, it'd be like that if wasn't they in said, the movie. plunge into cold that water. That's way more profound it wasn't in the most movie. things in that flick. Yeah. It was slim it out. Um, Okay, well, we have to watch that because it's just important for us to watch together. Um, you also need to watch Joy Luck Club. Yeah, you haven't. I have right? yet to. Yeah, yeah. That's. I need you back in LA. Be, I think. I think Joy Luck Club is going to be big for you. Okay, so this is really. We should go to break. Yeah, we, we should go to break. break. But I'm having a good time. Good. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. 
Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We haven't physically been in the same room in months, you reckon? I did note someone comment on Instagram, what if you recorded in the same room, what would happen? Oh, yeah. Well, I'll see you there, hun. See you there. (laughs) Cackles Um, galore. I wanted to say something just as a brief detail. If anyone from GT Kombucha is listening who has (laughs) sent... (laughs) Who has sent... um, They sent us, like, coasters, a shirt, like... (laughs) No kombucha. Your your wait zero kombucha right zero kombucha. Listen to me. This is this is this is a battle cry. Okay, listen. GT kombucha, (laughs) of which I am completely loyal. Okay, organic, no cane sugar added. Sugar is only from juice, from organic fruit juice. Honey, I would say, on average, I'm buying a GT kombucha. I'm I'm cracking it open. There is no fucking fizz. There is no effervescence. And this is a complete this is an what? this is this is a nightmare and this is yesterday morning for example i buy a kombucha i crack it open in the car i'm excited it's flat kids how long has this been happening this is probably it's my easily my eighth bottle where that's happened and i think i even remember did i reach out i don't know i'm gonna have to reach out but i'm really upset wow. and i absolutely deserve a goddamn palette of ginger aid kombucha or something <laughs> well, because I remain loyal. Them. That's the thing. I remain you've loyal. Raised, yeah, I've been doing that with a and what happens? A particular brand of gummies that I keep buying, and it keeps being slimy when <gasps> they usually have like a sugar esque coating on it, and they're like wet. And I just keep, I just keep doing it again and again. Um, another quick thing: these are, you saying coasters and t shirt with you know with with scoffing at them, barely contained disdain is, is oh my god it's so funny so and I, I think it's true like because like technically and i don't know if this is going to ruin your chances what? 
I don't think it does. I think I think the advertisement here, even with our complaints, is still so massive. I, for by GT the way, I remain loyal. I'm going if I go to the store today and I want a kombucha, I'm still buying GT. I'm not switching. Merch and branded items are very specific in terms of what you go. I could use this and I can't use this. Yeah. Right? Are you, are you gonna put out coasters that have a big branding on them? First of all, okay. I'm anti coaster. I have a spiritual right. I, 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 I'm repulsed by coasters. I even think, with, even with wood, you're like, especially with wood, like, I was in my wood. I was raised in a coasterless household. And I will say my, my parents, the dining room table that I grew up at, which my father was his dining room table. Yes. It's a beautiful wood table. Never has a rings coaster laid upon it. And guess what? It's fine. It's called take care of wood. Yeah. Don't be a psychopath. Don't go with a sopping wet do you know what I mean? Like, watch what you're doing. Don't put a sopping wet glass on the table. Maybe take some totally. consideration there. But no, it's fine. You and maybe you have to treat certain the table woods, a little more to take care of it. I don't I feel know. Like certain woods. I guess so. Instantly. But I just this coaster thing. It's just so Protestant. I'm no, sorry. I, I, just, I think spiritually. So, no, I think I spiritually. You're right. I don't like it, and I, I just something. It really gets. It's really well, it's hitting like choose your in table me. surface. It's it's the you can, we why can't have protect. It at all. There's certain things we can't protect like ourselves, and we shouldn't try to protect ourselves from it. Yeah, I the, the idea of of oh oh where's my coaster? That is such an interruption to what could otherwise be kind of like a sensual, nice moment at a dinner table. That to, right. to to like the 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 protective barrier that you're trying to to put between the glass and the table to me is like it's so paranoid and it's so it's so anti pleasure totally. and it's so. I don't know. I just, I don't, it's, it's like a, no, I think you're, it's I think a you're cycle, absolutely right. it's a spiritual um, thing that I feel like you're interrupting. <laughs> it's like people who. No, I, yeah. I think, I think you're absolutely right. It's also a reminder of this is my stuff. Don't damage my stuff guests. Also, it's like, talk about, talk about false idol worship. <laughs> yeah. The, the pure wood. I mean, I've never or, had or a raucous that... time with a coaster when a coaster is involved. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's true. And I think, um, you know, like the classic, you know, it's a cliche, but the first time someone said it, sheer genius, right? Mm -hmm. with, with with like of, of a joke, you know, being, um, why don't they make the plane out of what they make the black box yeah, out yeah, of? Yeah, make the whole right? plane out of the black box, yeah. Yes, genius. Acknowledge the genius the first time that's, that's said. Uh, as it's a, it's as funny a that you say it because I just want to quickly say there was a boy in like the fifth grade <laughs> who told that joke and I thought it was his joke. And I remember, and you I must remember have thought he was a goddamn genius. I was genius. blown away by it. Yeah, there, there, thank you. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you were going to give it to me, like recognize, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I was blown away by it. And it's, it's, it's honestly, I'm not kidding. It's Your a was on the formative floor. memory. I can see him. His yeah. name is Matthew. Not Are you ready for this? That. Yeah. No, relatedly, th that, his name is Matthew. Um, there was a contest in our school to name, to name the trash can. Okay. <laughs> or maybe it was a recycling bin. I guess it was a so recycling cute. bin. Okay, there was a contest to name the, name the big thing, yeah. right? And people put in all sorts of names. And the one that won, I think, was pretty much a cut above the rest. Are you ready? Yeah. Phil D. Bin. Phil the Bin. Me, me, needing, me, like a, me needing to <laughs> say, I get grader? it. Yeah. That's really no, good. No, right, but for a fifth grader, that's pretty it's genius. good. It's really Phil sweet. Bin. It's really sweet. It blows me away. But guess what? It's actually a bad name yeah. for the trash can. It's not what you want. No, well, here's why. That's why I specified. I think it was the recycling bin. And so it was like, 
it, we do want to fill that bin because oh, I stop putting it in the trash. It and this is, you know, this is, the, this is, yeah, uh, this is 90, line. whatever, you know, 1990, whatever. So yeah, actually it, it, uh, you make a good point, but on wit alone, but wait, Matthew, what did you say that led to that? No, sorry, the black box. Genius. You were saying the cliche, the genius oh, of the cliche when you ready? first uttered. Yeah. I'll take us back. So the instinct is, well, what are we protecting here? Why isn't the table made of the thing that Cosar's made of? Yeah. Right? It's layers of, so like certain surfaces, I don't know, marble? I don't know. I guess this is a, certain surfaces can handle it. Yeah. It's like get either get that. Yeah. I don't know. Totally. I love. to come. Yeah. I love, because the other problem, if, if you give yourself over to ring stains, right, on, on wood entirely. I just don't believe they exist. they're going to become their own, they're going to become their own lovely Patina. pattern on the wood. Again, yes. I'm sorry. I don't believe that ring stains truly exist. Well, I think. I just have never seen one. I've seen them. <laughs> I've seen them depicted in media. I've seen, I've maybe seen one before, but guess what? You just rub it out. I don't know. I, do, I don't believe they're real. No, I, I hear you, but I think this is an issue of the wood that you grew up with because okay. I, I'd love to see, it, I'd love to see what your wood table house. is. Is it, there might be a ring stain. Polyurethane? Is it stain? No, I'm not saying I'm going to spot the rings. No. I'm going to say what that your wood might not be getting rings. Some is I resistant. Think it's walnut. Do you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure it's walnut. And is it? Does it have a thick polyurethane glaze? No, I mean, I mean, again, it's treated with with care, so it is like yeah, they they like do the stain treatment or whatever on it. But I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like look we have into this it. antique wood thing. Okay, that I adore, and it got moved out of my room at one point. It was living in my room for a little while, and then it was in my sister's room. And and when I had it in my room, I had a piece of plastic across it to protect the so the antique. And then I came in. I see. I think my sister's got a mug sitting on it. And I. So here's the issue: when you half protect, okay. When you're the problem with when you worry about coasters is that then. Then you get one ring because there's one fuck up. Okay. Yeah. And now you don't have a new natural pattern of rings spread across the right, thing. It's just one See, mistake. It's just one and then it it's worse. So you have to let the mistake, you have to let it flow. Yeah. No, that makes complete sense. Um, okay. Can I do another kind of like pop up? Keep it going. Here's another little thing, which is of I, of course, was posting on the Poog Instagram because I, you and I both were on planes at the same time this last week. <laughs> And I was, I got a free upgrade to Delta Comfort Plus and it was the most remarkable. And I literally said to the guy next to me, he goes, this is like business class. I couldn't believe it. I was sailing. Sat down there. Yes. I mean, I've never, the controls for, for example, Comfort Plus in my experience is essentially main cabin. It's like. Well, that's, that's right. mentally what you, you thought it was. That's right? what I thought it's, it was. It's even more space. I was in a Blue, separate. You know, even more space. There was the Delta One pods and then there was a separate area that was just Comfort Plus and I meant to ask the flight attendant, like, what's going on? Because I was like, this is not comfort plus. This is business class. The chair was completely different. There was so much space that the little knobs to, you know, adjust the chair were mm -hmm. like first class level. Like it was a completely oh, different. Oh, I saw it, those. I was, you I was posted stunned. those, right? Meanwhile, I was, I was taken with the kind of the, the grime down below. You know what I'm oh, talking about? The grime it. down below. Oh. Just generally. Yeah, I, I, like, I don't. I don't. There, there. Have you noticed? Because they're, they're all really proud of their upped 
cleaning policies at the right. moment. So they're like, they're, so they're like making a big announcement before you get on the plane. Okay, it's we've so just clean. finished our complete sanitization. Yeah. I go on, there's just a nut sitting in the center <laughs> of my seat, literally. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, there's like blood splattered across yeah. the screen. I'm yeah. like, so you wiped things down. Here's my question. Where's the Hoover? I know. Oh, truly. <laughs> okay, that's what's missing yeah. from the plane. They ain't vacuuming. Vacuum. But I'll just say that we... Um, go on. We start to ascend into the sky. <laughs> and I'm tapping my screen going because I got all excited. I'm going to watch some movies. I'm going to watch some. Yeah. And then I um, I notice none of the screens are turning on. I look around me. No one has a screen oh, on. Wow. I go, that's strange. We're in the air. We fully, we've achieved, you know, cruising altitude. I tap it. I say to the guy next to me, I go, hey, is your screen turning on? He goes, actually, no. I talk to, I talk to the flight attendant. Mm-hmm. I go, I don't hit the button, but I wait for her to right. naturally pass. And I ask her. And he goes to me. He was like, he was like. Good job being assertive, which I thought was weird. Because I, by the way, it, did he mean? I mean, was he? No, no, he, he was being you? genuine. Because I said to her, obviously, oh. very in a very polite way, I was like, "Excuse me, I wonder if something's wrong with the screens." And she looked around and went, "Oh, no one's is on. That is weird." And he was like, "Good job being assertive," or something. I just, oh, he meaning the guy next yeah, to you? Yeah, yeah. Oh my he was god! Like, wow, or something. But he was like genuinely impressed. I was like, "What the hell is this?" And then <laughs> he proceeded to have five double vodka cranberries. <laughs> and when I say five, I mean five. Oh, doubles? doubles? Five doubles, honey. You heard the word double. I heard double. Come out of his mouth. I'm impressed. Doubles. Now, and he was. In Delta Comfort, sh- they're not free, right? They were free. All alcohol was free. Oh. I almost got a hard seltzer, then I didn't because I just was like, ugh. Um, but he had five Big double seltz, double vodka cranberries and was so. Like when he asked for the fifth one, he he didn't appear drunk at all or even moderately, even tipsy. And I had some kind of engagement with him. Like we talked a little bit because we got up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stop talking about this, but I just want to say. I love it. <laughs> the screen's never turned on. And besides that, the cabin lights wouldn't, wouldn't turn on. So you couldn't even read. The, the lights above. Are you And kidding? this was just in the Delta Comfort. No lights so would turn on. Tube. And then here's the third blow. No the charging part, ports weren't no. functioning. So if I had a little... In- you, were, you were in a chair. I was in a fucking chair in the dark. <laughs> you said that to me. You were like, I'm just in a chair in a tube or something. For five, I was in a chair. Six hours. And thank God I had my little remote charger. So I could, I listened to you know music and zoned out and I read some Pima on my iPad. But if I yeah. hadn't had that, my devices would have failed. And then I would have been completely in a chair, subjected to Vipassana Delta, and I would have been oh <laughs> Delta Vipassana is actually <laughs> Delta Vipassana. It crossed my mind. Huge. I thought, what if I just sit here and I meditate for like five hours? What if you? Me- oh well, the the, 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 the times couldn't. that I've 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 planned for spiritual greatness on a <laughs> on a plane. Okay, <laughs> like that's why I got annoyed. I was like I was like deep in my like woodman, and I almost just got tired of myself always having to like, you know, go go. I've gotten, I've started Pugare, but I've started putting on movies, not, not plugging the headphones in, just sort of mm. having something Ambient, lightly on visual. that I can glance up yeah. at. That's interesting. I had Mabel on the plane. She finally got the attention she deserved. Although this was a little going through TSA. I have to carry her out. And this TSA was like, can I pet her? And I was like, yes. And then I saw her like taking like, you know, the gloved, the, the plastic gloved hand <gasps> over to Mabel's head. Uh oh. And it's that thing, you know, you know, when they, they're wearing gloves, it's like, it's like people forget that wearing gloves doesn't mean sanitization. It means germ transference to the highest degree. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now it's now it's on wearing your, gloves and on you're Mabel's wiping head. your ass and then you're yeah. yeah yeah and so it's like and the glove is the very thing that's touched everything uh, that she's been everything she's been protecting herself yeah exactly from. I was like yeah and then I was looking at Mabel I'm like all right <laughs> Jesus but anyway there was a lot of attention around oh kitty that's so and, cute. and when she would meow people going like oh she's scared and whatever and I really appreciate it very that. sweet and then you ready for this so on one of the, one of the journeys I sit down right away when the guy comes to see it, I go. I go, I go, I have a cat. Are you allergic to cats? Good okay, for you. That's my first question. And the guy says, you know, no. And and, and I go, okay. I go, great. And I go, she might be a little loud, but she usually settles down. <laughs> and he's like, anyone who travels with kids knows, you know, gets it. I used to travel with four boys under eight. Okay, it was fabulous. And then, and then, and then on the flight to New York, same thing. Okay, an older guy. Okay, an older man, sort of maybe, you know, 60 or something. Similar, similar to, like, are you allergic to cats? He goes, actually, yes, but it's mild. <gasps> okay. And, and I was like, oh, I, I think they'll, they, he's like, swap me out. I was like, absolutely. Like we can make that happen yeah. or I can move or whatever. And he's like, you know what? I think I'm going to not worry about it. Wow. Hot. And I was like, it was cool. Cause I was like, he was talking to me like a regular person. Like that's, that's something me and my mother would say. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so you know, I think we're going to not worry about it. Like, that's almost, yeah, that's did you psychologically fuck? on another level. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I said, did you fuck midair? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> okay. Ew. Uh, no. Uh, uh, but then he's like talking about his, then he's talking about his kids having, um, his daughters having cats and whatever. Oh my was, God. I like, love a, fa- a father of four it. in the air. Something happens with the dads up there. Oh my God. I can't explain it. I saw more pilots in the in the in the thing eating in the very same restaurant. Okay, that I was eating. <laughs> Did you still eat them? And just looking at yeah. them, they, they eat with a dignity oh. because they have to keep up. They really do. Gate. I mean, how are they so specific every time? How is there such little um, diversity of, you know, literally all forms, yeah. but like personality? No, I know they're all like stamped out. They're like absolutely. <laughs> It, it is strange. It is strange. You never meet one where you go, huh? You know, I was once on a plane where the pilot appeared <laughs> hammered almost. Oh, what was he oh, saying? Yeah. I feel like I talked about this never on Poog, but just in my life. Like he was unhinged in a way that like, a, like I remember passengers kind of all looking at each other like, <laughs> like, uh-oh. Because I remember hearing about... um. As you can imagine, there's a separate AA recovery group for pilots. And I remember hearing that and go, that's totally fair. Of course, there are people in recovery. <laughs> no, that's not true at all. Um, so like, of course there were, but I was just like, huh. I remember hearing that and that kind of getting in and going, oh yeah, of course they're fucking drunk up there. Oh, wow. Or like, of course they've had a well, little well, sip. Well, the real issue, and I'm sure I've <laughs> talked about Scully. I mean, Sully. <laughs> I was about to go no, like, Scully. really important to me. Sully. Oh, Scully's the show. Scully. The, sh- the yeah. Charlie's. The show. Wait. Oh. No, I mean, um, Scully is... Um, Scully's the white-haired angel who landed us in the Hudson. X-Files. What? Sully. Captain Sully Sullenberg. Yeah. Okay. So Sully was huge for me. I was obsessed. Okay. When Chris was like, Chris like, was like, I'm going to show you something. And it was when that movie was coming out, Telling the Tale of Sully, starring mm-hmm. Tom Hanks. Chris is just like holds out the phone to me with a with a news story yeah. saying that there's gonna be that movie. And I look looked at it, look at it, and I just go, Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I 
reaction to see they were going to make a movie about it and then I was going to get to watch it. Oh, we've talked about this because I saw The Plane Land, but I didn't know it was that. Or I saw it oh, coming that's down. Right. I saw okay, that's, this is very sweet. That's why you we've have such an discussed. attachment to him. We've covered. You were there. You were live covered. on the but, scene. But then, and then my favorite, like, like imagined joke is is to play to on the plane pretend like I I've gotten misinformation that Sully is actually captaining our flight. <laughs> it's just a it's a bit I don't do it okay yeah but just me going yeah so me sort of leaning out in the aisle just looking looking around at the other passengers me leaning out in the aisle and then going going Sully. <laughs> Oh my God. Wait, I have to say something. Okay. If these major airlines yes. were even half as smart as I am, they would do a huge promotion. They would go, you know what we're going to do? We're going to pay Sully a handsome fee. And in the month of December, he's going to fly four flights. And we're going to announce at the top, hey folks, we've got a really special pilot today. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Or you know what they should do? Have celebrity co-pilots. <laughs> they go, they go, okay, well, they go tonight, well, yeah. tonight, freaking... <laughs> I can't think of a single celebrity right now. Give me any celebrity. I don't know why Vince Vaughn is the only one that came into my head. I don't know why. But imagine if they go, I like Vince they Vaughn. go tonight, Vince it's Vaughn's Vince the co-pilot. Vaughn. He gets on, he goes, hey folks, we're going to have fun. Not only do you get a little excitement, right? And then your, your, your allegiance to Delta is solidified for life. There is a real feeling that that plane will never go down with a celeb in the cockpit or as well, I speak, right. I now, of course, pivot to the opposite, which it seems more likely because it seems like a historic thing of like, if right. you die on a no, plane no, with a celebrity, a your life is automatically hubris. snuffed out of the history books, right? Like if you're on flight, whatever, that goes down with Vince Vaughn in the cockpit, your right. life becomes a footnote. by the Vince yeah, Vaughn it's like, it's like narrative. You're overpowered even more. And so, although maybe there is some folklore God. of like, yeah, you know that, guess who was on that freaking, you know. No, you're you're elevated and Erased. reduced yeah. at the same time. Okay, you're elevated because you know you know you didn't just die oh in a plane God. crash; you died in the Vince Vaughn plane But it's a it's a you're cashing in for too small, and this is why death on a roller coaster. Okay, <laughs> it, it might be the worst death. Okay, because it's it, the, the, just to have no. The, the, it's, it's, okay, General Patton. I say this because I was I put on Patton because I on the movie. You know uh, what's his name, George C. Scott mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I put on, and it's a, I think it's a Kubrick film. Anyway, General Patton believed in, in, um, past lives majorly so much so that when he was leading troops around, um, uh, some part of France, he, he, he knew the area. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> he said, I've been here before uh-huh. and I'll tell you like the hills over there and da, 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 and I've been here before. He's lived many lives as like a warrior of various forms. Okay. And. And he's lived all these lives, and he remembers them. He talks. He talks about it. And this is a hard-ass military general. Yeah. And um, he died um, run over by an apple cart. <laughs> okay, in this life. <laughs> okay, so survive. You know, endless battles, whatever, whatever. An apple dies cart. in just a utter crossing a street. Apple cart takes I love him it. out. Okay, it's perfect. It, it, <laughs> I just, I'm dying to look up the anecdote. I'm dying to read it to you because it's one of my favorite things. Let me just see if I can grab it Find really, it. really quick. That's what's strange General about Patton. proximity. Like the desire to meet a huge celebrity, like the desire to shake, you know, Princess Diana's hand, right? Because it's like the proximity right. somehow elevates you, but you are erased. It's like the fascination exactly. with, with that. Proxi- proximity is an elevation that, 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 but it caps you. Yeah. Uh, what does it remind me of? It's almost like, um, well, you know, I will say, 
Pugair, you know, and, and I'm sorry, folks, Pugair is going to go on as long as it goes on. Um, to me, first class, Delta Comfort, what have you, it feels like you're tempting the gods even more to crash. Okay. Cause it's very, anytime, anytime there's danger combined with luxury. Yeah. Okay. Or luxury alone. I'm like, people think they can't you're die the, here. And by the way, in first class, you really feel like you'll never die up there. And, and, but then that's exactly that's the thing the that makes me think we're, we're, you know, you know, on the Titanic, the, 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 the dramatic, dramatic irony lines. You I mean, know, I was like, up there going, lucky me. I won't have no thank you on that piece of cake. Yeah. Yeah. You know, lifetime on the oh lips. I mean, hips. No, I, I mean, I was up there see. going, look at me upgraded. And then I was in a chair, a chair of darkness for almost six hours. I found it. Thank God. And I found I, the only way I was Googling the patent thing about past yeah. lives and then I was like, I can't find it. So instead I turned to my own resource material, cue cards from a failed project. Um, I got, I got the anecdotes. Yeah, Are you ready for cool. this? Here it comes, folks. It's World War I. General George S. Patton's first assignment lands him in Longres, France. <laughs> a French liaison officer offers to guide him around, show him the sights of this ancient Roman town. But instead, Patton ends up giving the Frenchman the tour providing exact directions to the Roman amphitheater, the forum, and the temples to Mars and Apollo. Here's a quote. I thought this was your first time in Longre, says the confused Frenchman. No, no, Patton explained. I served here. In Caesar's 10th legion. Wow. I guess I... Wait, I'm like, I don't believe it. <laughs> did you not process that? No, no, no. Oh, you I don't did, believe I it? Okay. No, he remembers like all sorts of other ones. Are you yeah. ready for this one? This, this, you, do you know Steven, Steven Seagal? Steven yeah. Seagal, okay? He is recognized by the Buddhist community as Turton Chung Drag Dor Dorge's uh, reincarnation. What? I don't, yep, okay. Um, Seagal's prominent and is as prominent in the community as the Dalai Lama. Wait a minute. He's not yet completed the formal study and uh, something required for full enthronement. All right, this is my other favorite one. You ready? These are these are my notes from pulled from various sources, and I'm, I absolutely absolutely will not offer you know yeah, the sources. Course. You know who cares, right? Um, a man is at a cocktail party. This is how I phrased it. I think I think this was my phrasing to set up the sort of punchline. Ready? Over a casual chat about the Jacobins, someone someone that? mentions how awful it must have been to be guillotined. It was these like. Um, Tyrants in, Fr mm. in France, okay? I, I don't have that quite right, but let's just, <laughs> whatever, okay? They were running around, like, like guillotining everyone, I think. And, and uh, a man is at a cocktail party over a casual chat about the Jacobins. Someone mentions how awful it must have been to, to have been guillotined. This man finds himself inexplicably saying, oh, no, it doesn't hurt. You don't feel anything except for your head hit the basket. And that's it. That man was Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Okay, I, this, I, this isn't penetrating me. I can't explain why. No, I, I, I you, you don't have to. It doesn't have to penetrate you. I find it absolutely thrilling that that um, that these these characters have such distinct past life memories, and then that they've been noted or spoken about publicly. Like I can't even see. I'm trying to get back to the thing. Pretty profound. Um, yeah. Here's a realization I had. I noted down on my Pug to discuss yes. notes. This is like almost the only one that made it in. Uh, let's see. Highballs. Okay, I was sitting there oh. ordering, look, looking at a, at a cocktail menu, and I was like, finally able to realize that I that a highball 
I was like, that's one of the ones that always call, comes in the skinny glass with a straw. Mm-hmm. Okay. That alone, and I know you relate to this, that alone makes me not want it. Oh, yeah. Nothing Have worse. you ever ordered a cocktail? Oh, it's oh. an incredible cocktail. And it arrives in a skinny thing with Hell. a straw and a bunch of ice. And you were picturing some kind of martini glass. Yeah, a cocktail. Or even like, a even like a tumbler with one big rock in it. You know, oh, a tumbler but like, that, that is, oh my that has God, its own a romance. highball glass. But the skinny, pathetic. you're like, well, this glass. better be $5. And also, you know what, you know what else? Cause do you know what a highball actually Isn't is? Isn't it just a whiskey ginger? I had to Google it. Well, it's any drink that is a spirit plus usually some kind of seltzer or larger quantity okay. item like seltzer, like soda. So technically rum whiskey and coke, ginger. whiskey yeah. ginger. Those are all. Highballs. Okay. Interesting. So, so you're getting more volume. I don't know. I, I, but I was just thinking, but I ordered something and then it comes that way and you're like, Oh, oh yeah. It's always no. like, like a citrusy. They're like, Oh, it's tequila, citrus, lavender infused, whatever. And you get excited. And then it's in a fucking yeah. one of those glasses. I always want the small rounded martini glass mm-hmm, type mm-hmm. cocktail that when that's coming my way with a little flower, yeah, you get excited or something. I get so I get excited. excited. Something on like a tumbler with a big rock in it. I like a little ice. Well, you love a Manhattan. Yeah, but a Manhattan which classically me. served up. Manhattan was my drink for years. I could make a Manhattan perfectly, but then the whiskey, oh, right. too many headaches. Uh, I, meaning I no, no ice, right? Correct. Um, we, we really have to go. I mean, again, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Well, now it's over. What a great, really great way to start the day. I love you. I love you too. I hope that my I hope you're feeling better. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm fine. I mean, I'm fine. It's, and it's also really fine if you don't. But of course, I love you. That was Poog. If you enjoyed Poog, please subscribe, rate, and review. If not, we will press charges. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.